Graham. Hello, Earth calling Michael Graham. <laughs> I am here in the center of the universe, Washington, D.C., George. I just am so envious. Do you know that? It's a <laughs> Why great, is that? You know, it's a great city. It's a wonderful city. It's Amer one of America's great cities, I think. I think so, too, and I'm happy to be back. You know, lived here before, living here again, and always with uh, George Hook. And, George, the big news in America is that Donald Trump has gotten the most coveted endorsement ever. He's been endorsed by boxing great Don King, the <laughs> boxing organizer. And, you know, what do Don King and Donald Trump have in common other than the fact they're both named Donald? Hair. <laughs> they both have instantly identified. I think everybody with a freaky hairdo is going to be endorsing Donald Trump before the uh, campaign's over. Now, Hillary is home free now. Obama has endorsed her and everything mm. else. So where's Bernie and all this? Last time I saw him on telly, he, was going to, he said he was going to keep going. Mm -hmm. He's going to go all the way to the convention, try to influence the platform, but no one ever reads the platform. No one knows what the Republican and Democratic platform says. He's going to try to influence the running mate. And here is the interesting buzz of the day. Uh, Hillary Clinton knows she's got to get Democratic unity. She wants to win. She's got to somehow energize Bernie's supporters. So the talk of a Hillary Clinton, Elizabeth Warren ticket. Two women, not only the first time as a for a woman nominee, but for the entire ticket to be female. So the question, George, is what is more disastrous, an all-woman presidential ticket or the all-woman Ghostbusters movie that's getting ready to come out? <laughs> neither of them look very hopeful from this perspective. Now, Elizabeth Warren is who? Remind me. She's the U.S. senator from Massachusetts. She's part of the Bernie Sanders socialist democratic you know, cabal. She's one of the people who tells business owners, you didn't build that. The government's responsible for your success. Uh, you know, She goes after the, quote, millionaires and billionaires, even though she's a millionaire who makes $300,000 a year teaching one class at Harvard University. So, you know, typical limousine liberal type, just like the Bernie But it is that it, this isn't realistic, though, is it? What? Oh, yeah, it's absolutely of course realistic. Well, the reason is Hillary, first of all, Hillary Clinton isn't a woman in, in the political sphere. She's Hillary. Hillary's bigger than the brand of a woman. You know what I mean? She, no one is saying... I say no one, you know, no one other than a few knuckle dragging, dragging feminists are saying vote for Hillary. She's a woman. They're saying Hillary is Hillary. She's a you know, big brand. If it were a, a woman that was not well known who was running, you could say, well, we're voting for history. But Hillary has 30 years of history already. If you double down and do the all female ticket, then that kind of pumps up the, you know, woman history angle and tries to pump some passion into a passionless campaign because nobody wants to vote for Hillary. It's just that even more nobodies want to vote for Donald Trump. Well, no, that's the, where our yeah. campaign is. I, well, that wouldn't include me if he can get me a vote in time for November. Um, you voted Trump? He's oh yeah he's Trump's coming to he's coming to Ireland. At I understand the end you of welcomed the month. him with open arms. You're the person yeah. say Trump, please come, Trump, Mr. Yeah, Trump. Absolutely, George. No matter how many times you have him on your show, he's not going to give you a membership at his golf course. It's not going to happen. <laughs> you can keep trying. I know this. What you're you're hoping he'll open like a course in Cork, <laughs> and you can be like the grand dam of the course and roll around in a golf no. cart and no. uh, swilling Chardonnay and greeting people. He's not going to do that for you, George. Now, why are people so mad about Trump coming over? 
Because we, well, I mean, we are the epitome. We have a group, uh, a substantial group, who are the epitome of what you would call loony lefties or euro weenies or we've got a substantial number of them and we've now got a substantial number of them in Parliament. And why all these parliamentarians? There's so much, we've got so much on our plate here that we need to fix. Why they can take a few days off to go down to Shannon Airport to wave placards at Trump and say you're not welcome. The name of the group, it was formed on Tuesday, says everything. It's the Trump Not Welcome Group. (laughs) I I mean, I bet you, I'm trying to think of a few despots in recent years um, who came over here and we didn't wave uh, anything at them. Well, it is interesting to see the same people who are welcoming uh, people from the heart of jihad country to come pouring into Europe without any restraint whatsoever, saying to Donald Trump, a guy who actually owns property and pays taxes in Ireland, you're not welcome. That's very interesting to me. I mean, I agree. He's he's given jobs. Uh, in a part of Ireland which isn't exactly awash with jobs. The business was dead when he took it over. And where all these polls are going down. I I want Trump to be president for no other reason. (laughs) I tell you why, for no other reason. The next St. Patrick's Day, all these polls are going to go over to the White House and say, oh, President Trump, how wonderful (laughs) to see you. And where do you get your hair done? How's Mrs. (laughs) Trump? And all this, and now, but listen, I I was a swimming instructor uh, mm-hmm. part time, uh, but you're an expert on swimming instructors. What's happening over there? Well, here in Northern Virginia, the suburbs of Washington D.C., there's a local uh, uh, facility that does swimming lessons, and not surprisingly, the the male instructors wear swim trunks, but you know they don't wear a shirt. They don't, you know, the women wear swimsuits or one suits or maybe bikinis, probably one suit. But you know, the guys are topless. And one of the gentlemen uh, swimmers, George, not I'm not implying in any way that this would be you. Uh, his upper chestular area is. Um, do you guys have the word moobs no. over there? Man no, no. boobs. He's man he, boobs. Yeah, I suppose if you've, know. you know Jerry Seinfeld had the great episode featuring the debate between should guys with that condition wear the bro or the man's ear. Well, this guy doesn't wear the bro or the man's ear, and this woman is offended on behalf of her daughter. She says she doesn't want her daughter seeing this guy's man boobs, and so she wants him forced to cover up. So he has to and, put a shirt on in well, in the well, pool. Well, it, it depends on how he identifies. What if he identifies as a woman? And then we, the maze is holding. But now that we've decided there's no such thing as sex, George, and it's completely made up that you can wake up one day and say you're a woman, and wake up the next day and say you're a man, and wake up the third day and say that you're a boy, George, it's Katie bar the door. Who, who's to say who's right, who's wrong? Who should wear a shirt and who should not? But, but you see, it's, that story plays in a serious way over here because we had a real serious scandal of pedophiles um, who were swimming coaches. Sure. Right? And because you, you cannot teach somebody to swim without holding them, right? It's mm-hmm. just not possible. Right. So, like, you have a young girl and, and you have a man. There's a tremendous trust factor between the parent who allows their their little girl to 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 be taught by a, an instructor right now right. this woman has got it absolutely back 
to front, worrying <laughs> about whether this guy has his chest or not, whereas she's perfectly comfortable in having the ch- the, the guy holding her sure. daughter. That's the real. I mean, not cons- I'm not saying anything about this guy, but I'm saying you you they're the kind of things you worry about. Not not that he's got a pretty substantial. Uh, right. I, I forget what the muscles are called. Uh, pecs. He's got pecs. big pecs. What a pecs, big man with yeah, a nice set of right. pecs. Now, let me ask you, George. My understanding is that there are uh, swim that back in in what would have been your youthful era, it was not uncommon for swim classes to be taught single sex. So it was all boys or all girls. And one reason was because you were you swam naked, not out of any, any purient notion, but that was the the thinking at the time was the best way to teach kids to swim was get the you know the trunks just get in the way, just get them in the pool. Was that how you learned to swim? No. No, no. Okay. No, that was no, big. Well, but I did. No, but it was it was single sex classes, but it wasn't mm. naked. Okay. The only time I swam naked was actually in America. There's a <laughs> there's a there's a famous club um, on Central Park called the New York Athletic Club. Right. And it was they wouldn't allow women join. But you had to swim naked. And I, on my first visit there, I went down wearing my trunks and I was politely told, Jeff, take your trunks off and swim naked. <laughs> and then, of course, as happened, they were they were uh, railroaded into allowing female members. Right. And then, of course, they had to uh, wear clothes. Yes, uh, I, I know the old uh, they told me to take my trunks off trick, but I still got thrown out of the Holiday Inn. So, uh, George, it didn't work for me. Okay, are you going to be watching the European Soccer Championships? No, on not on one second of soccer will inflict me if I can possibly avoid it. Okay, okay. And, uh, oh, are, you, are you watching? Oh, I meant to say, are you watching uh, the funeral? Muhammad uh, the Muhammad Ali. Ali. So you know, I've, I've been uh, busy uh, working stuff, whatever. But what an astonishing figure! And I just you know, the, talk about a guy who knew how to own a room. I, every time I, I, I uh, have seen the coverage of Muhammad Ali, it makes me think of Donald Trump. You know, Muhammad Ali's skills as a boxer, of course, he was a great boxer, but that wasn't why he was Muhammad Ali. If he had been the same skilled fighter but hadn't had the showbiz aspect, you know, he'd just be a great fighter who, you know, who and a sportsman. And the same thing with Donald Trump. It is there's something about these personalities. The camera loves them, the media loves them. I don't know what it is, and that's why Muhammad Ali is who he is. Yeah. There's yeah. a big debate over here about the rope, you know, the uh, the rope, the rope dope strategy that he used, where he let uh, Foreman uh, beat the crap out of him for, you know, I think whatever eight or ten rounds in that, you know, brutal heat. Then he turned around and beat him up a lot. There's some speculation that the decision to take that kind of punishment as part of the strategy to win the fight may have led to the onset of his uh, Parkinson's. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of uncomfortable conversation about boxing athleticism and Parkinson's yeah. over here in the U.S. Oh, right now. Oh, and, and rightly so. I, I just, I've never understood boxing, ever. I've never understood. Well, apart from Joe Lewis in about 1948 when I was six. But right. uh, I've, as an adult, I've never understood boxing, ever. Well, you know, and I don't understand Donald Trump. So there you go. Well, I'm excited that you're on the Trump train, George. You can have my seat because I'm never, ever getting on the Trump train. So I will I'll tell uh, the Donald to stop by and hit you up for a donation. I, I And I'll shake his hand to give him a donation. <laughs> All right. Talk you to you next week, kid. Okay. 
by Michael Graham there. He's in Washington, D.C. now. Um, he, he's not broadcasting. He's in sort of media generally. He's a whiz kid of the media. We're going to be looking at that was the week that was after the news with Barry Kenny. We're going to have Alison Spittle. And I, what you really need are the guide to do's and don'ts in France from James Dempsey. All that in the final hour of the programme.